Podcast Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hey now. Happy Mother Fucking Friday! First full weekend of fall. Actually, it's the first weekend period of fall. Welcome to it, everybody, and thanks for checking out After 9. We have a lot of stuff to talk about, including, I love it when there's bits that we just can't do on the radio, but we can do them here, because Uncensored is the way we roll on After 9. So we're going to talk about the gorilla who performed cunnilingus on another gorilla <laughs> in front of in, in front of families and kids oh, at the dude. zoo. It was... Uh, I mean, I don't want to say it was wrong. I don't know that necessarily the, the the parents had to race their kids out of there. It's coming up, but I mean, just before we get to it, Kat, why were parents so freaked out? It's uh, beautiful. It's love between <laughs> one man gorilla or one male gorilla and one female gorilla. It happens. It happens, and I think people know primates out of all of the uh, animals out there in the animal kingdom are m- most likely to be like us. And hey, they de- they deserve it too. They deserve some oral pleasure too. Uh, they, they have sex for pleasure, right? Gorillas do. I mean, it's not just for procreation. Yeah, they actually, they enjoy it. And, and good on them. That's well, great. if it feels good, why wouldn't you keep doing it? I don't understand why we even stop, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> do you want me to, to play some of this video? Because really the video will tell you everything you need to know. Oh, okay, you know what? Play a little bit of it. This is going to be a teaser because we're going to talk about the oral sex of the monkey, uh, the the gorillas at the zoo in a second. But let's hear just a little bit of it. Because it looked like they were gonna hug, and then she, and then I assume it was a female. I don't even know. I couldn't tell you. It could have been a ma- two males. I don't know. But all of a sudden, the one just the head just went down, 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 and oh my god! Gorilla in the standing position too. That's a bold move, gorilla. <sighs> your your back's gonna be hurting later on, yeah. but wow, you're gonna have a happy partner on your hands. Holy shit! Okay. Uh, oh, and uh, r- remind me actually once Dave gets here because he's running a little bit behind. I also want to remind everyone once again, having sex in a car is amateur hour. You don't need to do that unless you have no other options. Like, I don't know, you're down to Viagra and you've got to use this hard on or it gets wasted. That's the only time it's acceptable to have sex in a car. Why would you do that? Now the cops are involved. It's a great story and it's coming up. First, let's get to a few other things here before the weekend, Cat. How many unread emails do you have on your phone right now? Oh, my gosh. Just any that would have come in in the last, like, five minutes. Let's see. I have one right now. One. And I'll probably look at it instantly and delete it. I get actual anxiety when I look at my phone Mm -hmm. and I see that red notification. I've disabled notifications on most of the apps where I can get messages. I just don't want to know unless I want to go looking for those messages. Email? Okay. I have the thing there so I know when I've got a new one, but I got to read it right away. I can't handle that little notification there that says you have unread messages. But it's shocking how many people have unreads in their inbox, texts and emails. So the average person has 47 unread text messages. 
and sixteen hundred unread emails. What are they? What are they? Why? Why? I, I I know everybody does different things for a living. My husband, for example, he is just because he's grouped together in these groups for his email. I look on his phone sometimes and it says that 45 unread. And he's like, yeah, no, I just look at them and ignore them because I get I'm CC'd basically or copied because I'm in the group, even though it has nothing to do with me. Doesn't that piss you off? Like, I'd yeah. be like, if this has nothing to do with me, take me off this email list, please. Yeah, I'm the same way. A uh, friend of a friend is trying to organize a birthday party for a friend. And the amount of messages I get from this goddamn group, I want to yeah. leave it. But I don't want to be that guy who leaves the group. <laughs> but it's frustrating the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah. Cat, it's nonstop. Like, oh, does this date work for you? And then 15 people need to write back and say, that doesn't work for me. Okay, what about this date? And then I get 15 more messages. And now it's on to any alcohol requests? Fuck off. I don't want any more <laughs> messages for this. How about that? I hear you. I hear you. The only one that I will leave and I'm just like, whatever, I don't care anymore is LinkedIn because stuff pops up on there. You don't remember. Uh, I guess it will tell you when your work anniversary is coming up and such is the case for us. And people are congratulating me on my work anniversary that I've never spoken to in my life. And I'm just like, meh, that's one that I hide, actually, which you can do on your phone, by the way. You can hide those notifications. Side note, I find LinkedIn very skeezy. Everything's very business and people are trying to network and shit. And that's why you get those strangers reaching out. Oh, congratulations. They're not happy that we're coming up on the two-year anniversary of the beat breakfast when we made the switch. Uh, They're they're fishing to get on your radar or get a job offer or something. Yeah, they want you to buy insurance with them, 100%. Or that, yeah. Yeah. No, all that shit. Absolutely. Two years, you must be due for a new house. Hey, would you like to list with me? (laughs) Exactly. So the average person has 1,602 unread messages. What I'm questioning is, is that overall or is that on your phone? Because me, for example, I delete a lot of messages without even reading them. If I'm not in the mood to buy anything from sale or the bay and I get one of those notifications, I just delete it. So if you looked on the server, it would show I've got a lot of unread messages. But I don't actually have a lot of unread messages. Everything on my phone is read. Maybe that's what they're going for here because I don't understand how we got to 1,600. The text messages in particular are shocking. Mm -hmm. 47 unread texts on your phone and 56% of those are from family and friends. Uh, Again, is this a group message situation? It must be. It must be. They say texting is still the fastest growing form of communication. 51% of people are texting more than they were even a year ago. I don't doubt that. But there's a line, right? I mean, emails for work, text is personal. And if you get a work text, it's almost like you get your backup. Or I do anyway. If I'm going to have a work conversation with Dave, for example, who is our boss, for those who don't know then I will email him if it's work-related. If I just want to say, hey, fucking Jays, I don't know why they would try and lay down a bunt there, that I'm going to text to him because it's not work. It's more the friendship. Are you the same way? Yeah, I'm the same way. That, and te- text to me is so personal. That to me is personal. And, th- and I, I do prefer that to stay personal unless it's you. I'm cool with that. Or even our boss because he doesn't text random things that he knows aren't are not important to me in that moment he only texts when it's important and that's what that is to me that's an important portal you know what i mean like if you're texting me you're close to me and there's something important you need to tell me and sometimes it is you know just a silly article or something that's fine too but you're important to me i keep that that way if it's an email i know it's a 
eh, I could I could go a little bit without reading it. I'm okay with that, but I do have to check it. And and everything to me for me, in my inbox has a place and has a status. So I'll flag things. Uh, you know, we have an interview coming up that's flagged. Uh, oh, I see something that I I that's embargoed until Monday, which I'm excited about. That's flagged for a Monday. I I go through my entire email list, and if it's not flagged, and I don't need to delete it necessarily, but I might keep it. It goes in a specific folder. I wouldn't. I hate using the term OCD because I know there's people who truly suffer from OCD. So I don't like just throwing that around. But I do feel I'm, I'm an overorganized. Maybe I'm. I don't know. I'm very organized, and and maybe that's okay. But it does bother me. I'm like you. I'll like twitch if I see too much happening there that I can't get to. Thirty-two percent of people have zero unread emails in their inbox right now, and the number one person just jumping back to texting that we say we do not want to text from is our boss. Mm. Hey, is it inappropriate if your boss texts you? Hey, can you come into work this weekend? I wouldn't be okay with that. You you, you send that to me in an email so I can ignore it. How about that? If it is a very work-related scenario, just like that. I mean, you mentioned a good example. Uh, You know, we need your help with something. Then you can send me an email on that. But if it's very casual, like, ah, shoot, I just wanted to get your attention real quick because of this. I don't mind answering that because he would probably know, especially our boss, Dave, who will be joining us, by the way, later on in the podcast, as Scott mentioned, he would probably text me and that means he needs an answer soon or he just needs to acknowledge that I've seen the note on that day. I'm actually okay with that. I'm okay with work talk over text because I know, oh, he hears, he hears me talking about him, but I'm totally okay with that. If he, if he would text me, for example, about work or you text me about work, that's okay because to me, that's urgent. And so I got to get to that today. I'm all right. I'm okay with it. Dave, by the way, joins us now. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Hi. Thanks for being on time. Listen, I was told a different time for the podcast today. I know. I know. Scott, Scott wanted to, we're starting, we're starting a little earlier, right, Scott? Yeah, a little bit. Well, it's Friday. I mean, shit. We, we didn't need to play an extra song on the radio show. I wanted to jump right into the podcast. Well, I was, uh, I was up and on the road at like six o'clock this morning. Wow. Dropping off uh, my wife for laser eye surgery. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Oh, she's getting it done. Did she, she go to the same place I went to that we had a discussion about? Or do I, you know? I don't remember where you went. <laughs> Did you drop her off downtown Kitchener? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. She went there. So, I, Well, I dropped her off, waited for her, and then she wasn't sure if she was going to have to wait around. Yeah. Uh, and she didn't. So Good. I was in the car ready to come here to work and then go pick her up when she was ready. But uh, they called and said, she's ready. And I went, oh, all right. I don't have to make a second trip. So dropped her off and she's now resting and we'll have 2020 vision after she wakes up. Fabulous. Okay. So it's over now. Yeah. That's a good feeling when it's just done. Oh, it's the best. Oh, so all of us have had it. All three of us have had LASIK. Yeah. 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 Well, I was trying to figure out if it was going to be any different in 2021 than it was when we got it done, Scott, like it's 2001. (laughs) It's going, well, 20 years. I think it was, I want to say it was like 2003 or four. Or let me tell you the way you described it to me, because mm-hmm. before I went, I was nervous and for, I, you, you guys were real about it. And I appreciated that. But the way that you described it, it seems very, very similar still. Yeah. Very similar, very similar technology, uh, if not the same in a lot of cases. It was the same alien abduction feeling, the same <laughs> smells that you told me I would smell. Yeah, that's All the worst part. The smell is the worst. <laughs> yes. Then it, and it was, and you guys were right. So I, I don't think much has changed. I'm sure it has in, in ways, but not that you could notice as a patient, I think. Well, good. Yeah. So the only difference post-surgery, I think, was she just had a pair of sunglasses. 
that they put on or like the like the yeah. dark, very dark, like kind of tight to the skin sunglasses. And I was trying to explain to her what they looked like because she's like, do these suit me? And I, I said, well, do you know the meme? It was a video, a viral video that turned into a meme of the woman calling the police because there was black people in the park. Right. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so I said, you remember what she looked like? And she goes, yeah. And I go, well, and that's what you get. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. you. <laughs> and that's what they look like. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so the big difference is that she got those sunglasses. And when we got the surgery done, we got goggles. Like we got like, right. they looked like ski goggles. Yes. Recovery is definitely improved because of this. Yeah. So yes, there must be changes. There must be changes to it because recovery was quick for me. Did she take a, did she pop something? They gave she, her, yeah, they gave yeah, her something. They yeah. gave me something too, but I almost regretted it to be honest with you because I feel like I would have felt so much better that day if I hadn't have taken it. Well, you, you should take it though because you got to rest and you got to, you should feel dopey and, and tired and just go to sleep. Because that's the best thing for you after the surgery is yeah, just get some rest. It stays in my system for far too long, those meds. I feel do- I feel high for like two days when I take Yeah, so you wake up the next day and you're like, ah, it's still in hey me. Hey, guys. <laughs> I can see you. What did, did I walk into? my ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did I walk into? What did I miss? Um, so <clears throat> I was actually saving a couple of stories for when you got here. We've got uh, Cunnilingus performing Gorilla. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and you saw it, didn't you? Oh, I did. <laughs> and people having sex in cars, particularly cars that were not designed for people to have sex in them. That's coming up. First off, who are you maniacs? The the one in six people that have already started your Christmas shopping. Uh, it is the 24th of September. Christmas is still three months away and you're already shopping. Mm-hmm. 16% already half. Cat's one of them, Dave. I, I, you know, that doesn't really surprise me, actually. Really? Yeah, I, I kind of think Cat, I've never shopped with Cat, but I kind of think that Cat's the person who keeps an eye out on things or gets like a, oh, like I don't think you go out with the intention to buy Christmas gifts in September, but if you see something, you go, ah, I'm going to pop that in the cart because that would be great for so-and-so. Am yeah, I right? You're absolutely correct. Yeah. yeah. If you see something on sale, and I also read something, and maybe... Maybe this was a conspiracy theory that I bought into. I mean, I just, I just bought into it. But I was hearing and seeing um, a couple reports, and these were legitimate uh, reports, that this year the deals won't necessarily be as good as you would assume for Black Friday, for example, which is when I usually hold off and I'll buy my Christmas gifts, and that's me holding off, waiting until November <laughs> to purchase Christmas gifts. But I hear the deals aren't going to be as good. So if you see a good sale on something, get it now. If you already know what someone wants, then get it. And that's kind of my case. Honestly, it's it's only my kids that I purchase for. And it's just stuff that I know they're going to want then. They've been asking for for months because they always ask me when Christmas is coming. So I just went ahead and purchased it. And I only saw one, this one item that my daughter really wanted. There's one left on the shelf. And I'm hearing the supply won't be there. And again, maybe it's all bullshit. But I'm like, I can't be the mom that doesn't get this for the kid. So I'm suckered into it. So you don't want to be running around like the the days before Christmas trying to find that last minute thing that's the hottest gift of the year? Like Arnold Schwarzenegger and what is it? Jingle my bells or some shit? (laughs) Jingle all the way, I think. That's what you you're couldn't referring. have fucked up the name of that movie yeah. any worse. Oh, than that you was just the porn. Did. That yeah, was yeah, the yeah. porn. Never yeah, mind. yeah, yeah. That was Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that, that, he was in Jingle My Balls or whatever you said. <laughs> Guys, this is going to shock the shit out of you, but according to the mystery shoppers, whose job it is to rank fast food restaurants over the last year, service at the drive-through has become slower and less accurate. What? When's the last time they screwed up your order at the drive-thru? 
When's the last time you ordered a Big Mac and got nuggets? Or the last time you ordered a coffee and got a hot chocolate or something like that? Whenever an order gets screwed up, I wonder if they're just trying to tell me something. Like there's a secret message in there. You you know yeah, you order a you fat fuck yeah, right yeah, yeah like, like, <laughs> downsize this. He ordered a twenty pack. We're just gonna give him a ten. <laughs> you know it's like them no. and they only charge you for a ten. It's like uh, can I get a twenty pack of nuggets? Really, well, <laughs> really, well. sir? <laughs> They're supposed to push to upcharge. They're like, let me just go ahead and give you the kid size, okay? Yeah, yeah exactly. Four sauces, you need two. <laughs> They use mystery shoppers, as I said, to calculate these numbers every single year. The average time spent in drive through lanes increased by more than 25 seconds from a year ago. It's now an average of 382 seconds, nearly six and a half minutes start to finish when you get in a drive through You know, here's my problem when it comes to drive throughs is you never know how long it's going to take. And all it takes is one person in front of you. One person who decides at 7 o'clock at night that they want an Egg McMuffin from the breakfast menu, and before you know it, the whole goddamn thing is waiting for those eggs to be ready. No, the worst, you're on the right track, but the worst is when somebody going through a drive-thru decides that they're going to pick up the order for the entire office. Oh, that drives me nuts. Yeah, it's like, look, drive-thru is for quick things. Should be for just in and outs. Just got to, you know, I'm going to grab a coffee and, and a cookie, a donut, whatever, something simple. But to sit there and be like, okay, can I get... Three hash browns, and can I get one Chipotle dipping sauce? And can I also get an uh, uh, an egg and cheese breakfast sandwich, and another one with a sausage, but bacon on the side? And it's like, go inside! What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what the here. hell are you doing? Why don't more places have that pullover spot, or several of them? I know some uh, McDonald's will do it. Uh, you know, drive up, please. Okay, that's fair because there's someone behind me who's probably not waiting. It's always the chicken I find. Anything chicken, and you gotta wait. You know what? I I actually hate the pull up. You I hate, hate the pull. I but, hate the pull. Oh, yeah. But you're Fuck the one off. slowing. So, but see, you're complaining about the people slowing people down. Yeah. But if you don't pull up, it means you would have been the person slowing no, people down. So I, how can you hate the pull up and also complain? You can't have it no, both no, ways. No, listen. No, no, you th- can. This is okay. The people that that frustrate me, the restaurants, I should say, and I don't. I'm not going to call it any restaurants. But if the bear's listening, I hope you hear me say this loud and clear. Um, you pull up and you order something directly from the menu, a combo, straight up. No alterations. You're not messing with it. Uh, hey, that's going to be uh, seven minutes. Can you pull up and park uh, park up there and we'll bring out the order? And then it's like 15, 20 minutes later and you're like, what the that's hell insane. is going on? A BK, BK synonymous for that. Mm. BK. I didn't say any initials. I'm just saying the bear better be listening. Yeah. The, you, I, I haven't had an experience with the bear. <laughs> Listen, I haven't had that experience with the bear before. But BK, I have. So I could tell you it's not just one restaurant that well, does that. When they do the whole pull up and we'll bring the order out to you kind of thing, all I picture is this this bear in the back taking his time. The guy from the commercials uh, yeah. is like in a field somewhere like, I'll be right with you, Dave. Yeah. I'll, I'll take care of your order in a second. Did you know that these are grass fed? Like, can you make my Every goddamn beyond cows, yeah. it's grass fed you make me my beyond meat burger please like, but it's fresh <laughs> they'll tell you it's because it's fresh do you want something under a heat lamp or do you want something made fresh i want one day for him to just come out and be like we are a humane company we only drop kick the cows once <laughs> like like just just, some, just some, a little like, flick to the balls one yeah. time. We did one time. It was one time. Walk behind and just like a... <laughs> you know? I just, I just want to hear one time something gets snuck in one of those commercials where everyone goes, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. Wait, I got to go back. What was that? I like when they pull up with the, uh, with the, uh, the little 
kiosk on wheels and they're like so we heard you like chicken and the, and the whole the whole neighborhood's like oh my god how did you know i'm the biggest fan of chicken I'm like what how is this a commercial what are you What's doing happening? <laughs> yeah. but yeah you the pull-up well, just say it what well, they should just say it the way it is, like grass-fed, humanely raised, until we shot it in the head and cut it up. Like, yeah. Just, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally. But isn't it all? We're all naive, though. We're very naive as consumers. So well, that goes right along with it. I've never looked at a burger on a plate and went, well, at least they were nice to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, it's never I wonder crossed how this chicken breast lived inside the body before I, it was killed. Yeah, I bet they pet this thing. <laughs> <laughs> before they threw it in the grinder. Oh, but it was free roaming. It was roaming oh, around before got, they slaughtered so it. So it was loving life. It got to play around. It was like, man, being a cow is really awesome right now. This is awesome. No, no, this no, gra- no. I'm grass fed. It's beautiful. They they brush me. They take care of me. And Sorry, where do you want me to go? Oh, you're calling me. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll be down in a second. I'm just having the best life ever. And then, uh-oh. <laughs> right before the end, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, it's like, okay, listen, uh, we need to talk to Bessie over here. Bring the cow over and let's uh, let's chat about your life. It was great, right? You, you really had a good time. You're, everything was good. <laughs> yeah? so cond- it's, condes- it's the most condescending conversation. Right. Everything was fun. You had a good time. It, it, was, it was good. It was good. You're, you're, you're happy with how things went out? Yeah, yeah, but you're talking in past tense. What do you mean? And then she's like, uh, nothing. I just, just come into this office here. We're just, just going to give you a little mild sedative. <laughs> then you're just get gonna, close to this large rod yeah. come here get closer yeah. you're just look gonna, at the red light just <laughs> stare at the red light yeah. that's all you have to do and your eyelids will start to get Aww. heavy and we're gonna move you into another room <laughs> right after that like but that's what i mean like oh it's we're so nice to the cows oh, yeah God. and then we grind them up into into pulp and then eat them yeah and so what difference does it make how you're raising them when they're alive? Let them live then. It's true. And you see the commercial and it's so, it is, it's all perception. You're like, yeah, good. I feel good about myself yeah. eating there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to eat this burger knowing that this cow had a wonderful life up until I decided to consume it. <sighs> <laughs> and I, and listen, this As is not a grease rolling down your chin. Yeah. Right. Shit. Yeah. Oh, the oh, grill well marks raised. on here are beautiful. <laughs> I can tell it was well loved. Yeah, th- yeah. Th- this this cow was clearly 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 had a lot of family around it. Clearly, I'd like was to be taken a vegetarian after this conversation. I mean, that's it for me. Well, it's it's I funny, can't. right? Like, I mean, <laughs> we, we just we make the qualification for it, it's and then be cool. like, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna eat this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> when i'm hungry and this is no and listen this is not a shot at anybody who eats me this is not me being like how dare you do that but it's just funny the hypocrisy right it's just it's kind of funny it is uh so these mystery shoppers were out in july and august and they found from their research at 1492 different locations chick-fil-a was the most accurate with their drive-through orders Hmm. number two was taco bell if you'd asked me Hell to guess, yeah. I would not have guessed that Taco Bell was among the most accurate in the drive-thru. Is there a lot on that menu? Like, how much is on both me- – when you look at both menus, too? Because I feel like the more that you, you – you, some people expand their me- – some places expand their menu. You drive up, there's like nine sheets in front of you, yeah. to, nine boards to look at. And you're like, I'm overwhelmed. Some places condense it, and I think that's probably key, isn't it? There's a, well, there's a fine balance, I think, because sometimes you can pull up and go, there's like nothing on this menu. And then there's other times you get up there. If there's anyone listening in the States, you'll know what I'm talking about when I say Jack in the Box. Yeah. You go to a Jack in the Box and the, the goddamn menu starts right when you pull into the drive through and it lasts right until you get to the window. Much. It's enormous. It's enormous. It's my, too my, big. 
my biggest problem with the drive through these days is that so many different restaurants are going with the digital signs and it just keeps rolling through different pages oh, of the menu. Okay. And me, I wear polarized sunglasses, so I can't fucking see it. I pull up and I see it kind of looks like a milkshake, but I think there's nuggets there. And that doesn't seem right. Cat, <laughs> can you I mark- take my sunglasses off just to see the sign? Can you mark down the date, Cat? September 24th, mm-hmm. Scott became the old man yelling at the clouds. <laughs> he, just, he just became the guy with the bifocal. Overnight. I, I just want a goddamn milkshake. <laughs> I can't read the menu. <laughs> make the font bigger. <laughs> yeah. Can you make it a 72-point font? I can't read this. Someone come out here and read it to me. What kind of cheese is on this egg and cheese? (laughs) Very particular. (laughs) Um, It was a tie for third place. So you've got Chick-fil-A number one, Taco Bell number two, Arby's and Burger King were tied for third. Oh. Uh, Like for accuracy you're talking about? Accuracy. Yeah. So it's funny, actually, because so far, I guess they're going to try and milk this for as much publicity as it's worth. They haven't actually released the speed results. Ah. We know that last year, KFC was the fastest drive-through, but we don't know who's number one this year. Chick-fil-A was the most accurate. It's easy at KFC. It's just like, throw it all in oil. (laughs) (laughs) That's how everything's cooked. (laughs) Just fry it. Put it in the basket. What about the coleslaw? Fry it. (laughs) Throw it in there. Is it weird that the food that requires the most attention to detail when you're preparing it, chicken, was number one for speed in the drive-through. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't be naive to assume that when I ordered chicken, they threw it in the oven then and started yeah, no, cooking it. No. But that seems a little strange. Well, to no. me. When was the last time you pulled up to a KFC drive-through and heard like in the background? It's like they're like, yeah, oh, you, oh, you wanted a chicken breast. Yeah, I'll which get one you want to pick? Which chicken? It's like the lobster. That's another weird thing too. You can't look at this oh, lobster. It's horrible. It's horrifying. My kids, my kids will go by that section in the grocery store, you yeah. know, and they're like, "Can we go look at the lobsters?" I'm like, "Oh." No, yeah. man. And so they make me look at these things, and they're just in this tank, and they're all cluttered together, like waiting for death. It's it's horrible. The good thing, though, is that they all look the same. So the kids go by the next time, you'd be like, yeah, look. They're it's, still there. It's the same ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's funny you should mention that, because tomorrow, Saturday, the 25th, is National Lobster Day. Ah. Ooh. Okay. Why don't you tell the kids the rest of the story, Kat? <laughs> like, I mean, some real deep scarring. Well, kids, we're going to go to Zayers, and we're going to get a lobster. Then we're going to take it home, and I'm going to show you what we do to lobsters when we get them home. I could, I could see Kat having the conversation with her kids. So, you know when, when Daddy ran a bath for you, and it was just a little too hot? Do you remember that? And you got in, and you complained that the water was too hot, and I had to put some cold water in? Well, the lobsters don't get the cold water. In fact, the water's even hotter. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> right? Yeah. I had to no. I had to explain to her because she said something about fish, and she's like, "Did you did you know some people eat fish? She must have heard this at school. I don't even know how it happened, but she goes and she's had it before. Did you know that some people eat fish, Mom? I'm like, and I'm like, what way am I playing this? How am I going to go about this? Do I tell her she's had fish? Do I not? Uh, do I tell her about meat in this time? She's so young. I need her to eat her food. I understand if she if she wants to be vegetarian at one point in her life, she's more than welcome to, but she's also four, and she really doesn't understand what's going on right now. Yeah, it sounds so, like you got a future vegan on your hands. I, totally, totally. And she made, she was enough to persuade me. She was like, I don't understand why anyone would do that. Do they hurt the fish? Like she can't prog- you, She can't process the fact, right, that these fish are dead. We cook them and eat them. We need Disney 
to put out a movie oh, no. about yeah. the animal and something. just kind of treat like kind of teach kids that animals don't have feel like certain animals don't have feelings. Oh, no. Fish don't have souls. You know, like just try like I don't know something, oh, no. something to tell them. Like it's just perfectly I'm fine. Doomed. Reminds me of uh, one of my favorite Mitch Hedberg jokes where he says, uh, "I would like to go fishing and catch a fish stick because that would be convenient." Very convenient. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is a good opportunity to remind everyone, or actually, I guess it's not even a reminder. It's a first announcement. But Monday, we have a special guest on After 9. Our old buddy Perez Hilton is coming on, and he has a new product that is in the CBD area. So Monday, don't miss After 9. Perez Hilton is going to be on. Uh, this this gorilla. <laughs> oh. Uh, first off, I mean... We'll play the audio one more time. Kat, have you got that handy on your I side do. over there? I do. L- listen to this is when one gorilla goes down on another gorilla in front of families at the zoo. Away. He's the one dad, don't look, but I'm sure he was looking. Okay? The kid looking through the fingers give, like as they're covering his eyes. Give me a break. Yeah, give dad can't take break. his fucking eyes off of it, but he's covering the kid's eyes. Like, okay, dad, calm down a little bit. I love it. So it's at the zoo. What was this in the Bronx, I think? Bronx yeah. Zoo, Bronx correct. Zoo. Yeah. yeah. Bronx Zoo, you've got one gorilla. And another gorilla, and the one gorilla grabs the other like a big hug kind of deal. But actually, what she was doing was a come hither kind of deal. And and she and I think it was a she. She lays down and opens her legs, much like a, a welcome mat. And and other gorilla just bends right over and nom 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 nom. Yeah, nom 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 nom. Okay. Yeah, you you know. I'd like us to she refrain from using the noms. Don't do, don't Please do stop. Don't again. noms. Nom nom no on that. Nom, nom. Last week we talked about Doug Ford nom nom nomming a cookie, and I don't want to oh, talk man. about a gorilla nom nom nomming another well, cookie. That's kind of what this gorilla did. <laughs> he ate that cookie pretty fast too. Oh boy! You know what the horrible thing is? Is there there may have been people that would complain, which is just bullshit. Who are you going to complain to? Who are you complaining yeah, to? Yeah, the zookeeper is like. <laughs> Your gorillas were misbehaving. You raised them to be horny-ass motherfuckers, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. You're not safe-searching their internet browsers? The devil is coming for all of them. <laughs> it is interesting, though, because I did learn some things. Because gorillas... Really? What'd you learn? I did learn some things with this. Because I... I first of all, no. I mean, did you know that gorillas gave each other head? I didn't know no. that. No, so no idea. that's one thing I learned, obviously, just by watching that, you could see. But also that cheetahs, are, they're not the only animals to do it. Cheetahs do it, too. Um, have been no, And those are only the ones that they've seen, like on footage, actually giving each other. <laughs> how do you do that as a cheetah? Your teeth are like, I mean, all, in all scenarios, the teeth are very sharp. Uh, this seems very dangerous. <laughs> and the, the person who's documenting this, too, like in the, like in the wild. So like somebody knows that yeah. cheetahs do this. Yeah. If somebody knows that. Somebody knows that. Someone's talking. And bears. Bears was another one. So bears have been caught so doing it too. Somebody has taken a camera, was filming the behaviors, and all of a sudden saw this. I wonder if while filming, at any point, the person filming went, oh, this is too intimate. I feel 
I feel like I'm violating their privacy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm recording <laughs> pornographic materials. Well, it's like the people in the zoo, right? I mean, I paid to get in here. I, I should yeah. be enjoying <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm supposed to be enjoying it, but this is not what I exactly signed up for. Do I look away? I feel like this doesn't happen often. I should probably I should witness this. But, You're not but enjoying it as much as I, she is. I'm going to go up. I'm going to go out on a limb here and suggest this is not the first time this has happened because this one gorilla, she's laying on her back and she's holding his head. Like, this is not the first time. Yeah, she knew she knew what she was asking for there at that point. Yeah. And the gorilla, the other gorilla took the. Took the word and went, oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I know what you need. I, I like how when it's over, it's just everybody stands up like nothing happened. Well, all right, cool. Back to work. I, can, we, can we maybe adopt that in, in our lives? Yes. Like, oh, do we need to I'm cuddle afterwards? Hey, what are we cuddling for? Yeah, they, back just, to business. they just walk yeah. away. I, I know. I think that's great. And by the way, the Bronx Zoo, this happened before, but it was the 69 position. Wow. Yeah, and that was also Mutually documented. beneficial. Seven years ago, it was documented. And I don't know if it was the same gorillas. Maybe they just like that kind of thing all the time in front of people. Some people like to be watched, okay? We don't fucking judge, do we? Some people like to be watched, okay? And they were apparently 69ing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work with the... I, you know, I won't weird. even ask. I won't even it ask. It gets really weird when you stay at the Bronx Zoo after hours and like one of the gorillas comes out of the enclosure wearing like a Girl Scout cookie outfit or a cheerleader <laughs> outfit. And the other girl is like, you're going to ring the doorbell or what? You know, hello? <laughs> you like to buy some cookies? It's like, oh, well, yeah. hello. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, your gor- pizza has arrived. Yeah, yeah. The, the pizza's here. Good for the gorillas, though. It is obviously a very natural thing. Even the gor- There you go. You can use that one. Even the gorillas do it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right let me ask you cat would that be a, a positive sell for you like if, if you're sitting here trying to be convinced like you just maybe you're just you're kind of in the mood but you're like ah, i don't know and then and then and your husband goes the gorillas i mean <laughs> did you see that video? it's natural i don't think well i hope i don't think anybody <laughs> i hope nobody's watching the video and going well you got me there you got me in the mood. A lot like, of couples listen to this podcast. I really hope at least one of you listening does exactly that. But the gorillas do it. They <laughs> like it. Come on, baby. It's natural. <laughs> it's just nature. It's nature. Cheetahs do it and bears, too. It's no, a beautiful I heard thing. it on the podcast. Do you need me to spread some honey? Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be Winnie the Dew, and I'll, I'll, I'll do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boss move by the gorilla who's performing the cunnilingus, who is standing through the whole thing and bent right over for it. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Their backs good. were made for that. I wouldn't suggest that as a human. Oh, fuck. I'd never, I wouldn't get back up again. You'd have to help me. Scott's putting down like a, like a, like a, like a pool noodle to kneel on. All right, fine, but I'm going to need some fucking pillows yeah. or something. Yeah. Hey, hand me that pillow, would you mind? <laughs> putting it under your knees. Rather than me bending over, how about we raise you up? How about that? They've, would that help? They've got wedges, right, that you can use for oral sex. You guys know this. They actually do what? have wedges. Yeah, you, know, you could buy a wedge because, well, I'll explain that. And I'll explain that to you another time. But think about it, the anatomy of it all, David. Think about it. They, they have wedges. It's, it makes the experience better in a lot of cases because so wait, of the angle of the body. Ah, so the, okay. So the wedge is to prop the, the body. Uh, the butt. Specifically to prop under the butt. Sure, sure. For the angle to be yeah. uh, uh, the, the most it can be. <laughs> I don't know Convenient saying. is a good way to put it. What yeah. degree are we trying to aim at, I guess, is the, the question. The one that doesn't hurt. 
doesn't hurt. What the hell are you guys doing? Doesn't hurt. I think the wedge is the wedge is not necessarily for oral though, right? That's for straight up fucking. Well, it could be. I mean, because it helps you hit the G spot. It could be because maybe it will help the breathability aspect gets a little bit easier. Breathability, right? Well, it's not like you're wearing a goddamn snorkel, Dave. You got to breathe. You got to breathe. What I know, but what's the wedge coming at you on this angle? Uh huh. Your ability to breathe increases than if it's at this angle. Am I wrong? Look where your nose and your mouth are. I've never had a problem. <laughs> I just, I, I'm still trying to figure out the nece- necessity of the wedge. I'm just giving examples of how you use the wedge. But yes, it is mostly used for sex. What I'm saying is, in this particular instance, if you wanted to try the gorilla's way of like a, a fucking full down twerk situation, you'll probably need some fo- form of a wedge to allow you to do this. Can one of the fine, fine after nine listeners get creative and send us the video with the WAP soundtrack attached to it? Because that I feel like would just be the what the gorillas were listening to when this was all going down. Oh, yeah. I could just see that working out. I, I, I'm still okay. So the wedge, we'll have to talk about another day then, I, I guess. The, <laughs> it's pretty I'm going to order you one. <laughs> yeah. A girlfriend of mine used it and, and went, uh, like, told me, oh, you got to do it. You got to. Okay, whatever. So people who use it really, really like the wedge. I, I, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, hmm. It's I, not exactly revolutionary technology, no, though. I mean, I'd like it to like a booster seat in a fast food it's restaurant. Totally. It's like shoving a pillow under there. Same shit. Different, different, different situation. So where do we draw the line? We're getting wedges next. We're we getting like hydraulic lifts. Like it's <laughs> yeah. like you're lifting a car to change the oil. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, you know what? Just sit on this. <laughs> oh, perfect height. There we go. Actually, drop it a little bit. <laughs> it's coming down a little bit. You're like, oh, there we go. Perfect height. <laughs> All right, change my oil. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> what? First, I'd like to be drained and then filled back up, please. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, hey, she fucking started it with the wedge you conversation. Know I didn't know she was going to talk about that. You drain on your own time. <laughs> you bring the car in already drained. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm glad that this. Seamlessly segued into a car conversation because I <laughs> listen, Scott. We are goddamn professionals. <laughs> Segways, <laughs> the segways are, are what name. makes us dis- it sets us aside from all the other podcasts. That's we can correct. just go seamlessly from a, a, a an ass eaten gorilla right through to an oil change. <laughs> by the way, maybe that's maybe that's the strategy by the Bronx Zoo. Maybe they're trying to attract a different demographic. Like maybe they're going to do like a zoo after dark. Yeah. Or something. That's Ooh. what I'm saying. I did turn the gorilla enclosure into like a swingers club. Here's what they should do with that. That may not be a bad idea. You can smoke in here now. No, it, <laughs> could you imagine the kind of people that would attract, though? You'd probably want to do that and have many a poli- lot of police presence. You're, yeah. A lot of de- behind-the-scenes detective, inspectors, whatever you want to call them, lingering around that area. Because anyone who shows up to Gorillas After Dark is a sick motherfucker. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You need to you need to pass a lot of tests and a lot of background checks to be allowed into Gorillas After Dark. <laughs> yep. So Absolutely. It, you could need, like, uh, a new position would be, like, the pecker detector. If somebody gets a hard-on, get them in fucking cuffs. Yeah. Get them out of here. <laughs> oh, he got a hard-on from that? Fucking. No, you're going by right with now. a wand? Because Gorillas... <laughs> <laughs> 
Weep! Oh, that guy's got a boner. Get him out. <laughs> Gorillas, too, are so fucking gross. Like, they're, they don't care about what you think about them, right? And, and when it comes to their hygiene of any kind, they don't care. Like, they'll piss anywhere. They'll pick each other's nose and shit. So it's not, nothing about that should turn anybody on. It's absolutely just disgusting. So you're calling out the, the women in particular who may be sending this video to their, their male counterpart and saying, Probably learn a thing or two from this gorilla. Oh, if you get yeah. sent that video and you're told that, wow, that's bad. It's doubly bad if you get the video of the gorilla and an Amazon link for a wedge. <laughs> then, then, you, <laughs> then you know you're not good at this at all. And you're being told directly to your face, you're not good at this. Well, look what happened at the Bronx Zoo in the middle of the day. I can't even get some at night, bitch. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. If they do, I guarantee you, like, Barstool's going to sponsor it or something. Oh, it's going to be awful. It's gross. <laughs> so Let's pretend we never, ever fucking talked about this again. Uh, last thing I want to cover here, and, and it's back to the cars for a second. This is out of the UK. It's a couple that decided they had no other options. We need to have sex, but the only place we can do it, apparently, is here in the car. Oh, and by the way, the car is a Toyota Yaris. Oh, that's a little one. That's too small. Before I tell you how the police got involved, uh, let me ask you, is there any good position to have sex in a car in? I mean, I get that most people would likely go with girl on top, but even that's not easy in a fucking car. Yeah, you're talking about like your regular car four door situation, right? You're not talking yep. about a truck or, <laughs> or a station it, wagon. Is it a sedan? Well, I need to know. Is it a station wagon? I have a different answer. Uh, yeah, no. Do the it, seats go down in the back? It's not going to be good. Let's put it that way. It's, it's not going to be like top good. ten. Oh, and it's stupid too. Because if you're doing it in the car, most of the time you're trying to do it but get it over with quick. I would assume, right? You don't want to get caught. You don't want the cops to roll up, knock on the window. But isn't that part of the fun? the excitement of it, the, the danger of it. Yeah. Doesn't that add to the situation? For some people, you, he's right. You're maybe, right, Dave. It maybe is, positionally, yeah. it's not the most satisfying. And you don't even have your pants all the way off. They're no. like around your ankles. It's fucking stupid. Don't have sex in a car. Yeah, if, if, if you go to pick up your date and everyone's in jogging pants, you kind of know <laughs> what the plan is for the evening. <laughs> go grab your comfy attire, baby. Yeah, oh, look at that. It's, it's a... What is that bum equipment? What is that? <laughs> You're like, oh, all right, okay. I know what's happening now. Let me show you what the gorillas do. Yeah, right. Yeah, but they're, they're, as far as comfort's concerned, no, I don't think that that's. I, I mean, a Yaris on a better on a good day, your knees are almost touching your chin. Like <laughs> <laughs> on a good day, you know. So. Some people like that too. Oh, well, that's yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, there's really not. It's yeah. not a comfortable situation. No. Well, let, let me tell you how poorly thought through this was. These people made a couple of mistakes. Number one, they started doing it in probably the most compact car you can think of. <laughs> and they were parked on a hill. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, I know where this is going. And in the process of them having their joyous fun, one of them hit the e-brake. They jimmed it all, loose. Yeah, they did. <laughs> we all understand what happens to a car on a hill when there's no brake. It rolls. This one didn't just roll. It rolled and built up some speed and actually flipped and rolled. Oh, shit. Luckily, That's, they were not hurt. Geez. 
which is kind of incredible if you stop and think about it because they did not even have seatbelts on. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah, let's fuck in the car, but you got to wear your seatbelt. Yeah, put your seatbelt on. <laughs> that just makes it so much worse. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the car ended up on its side, and they couldn't get out because it was damaged, so they had to call the cops to rescue them. Oh. Then they had to explain to the cops why they were both in the back seat no. and why it smelled like love. Oh, <laughs> the smell of love. It smells smell like a gorilla enclosure. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> So they were in the back. It and smells what- like gorilla dick in here. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh, what is that? There's a funk. It's gorilla funk. <laughs> So the f- okay, I'm I'm trying to picture how this went. They're both in the back seat. The f- foot hit the e brake, right? And so I'm guessing like one leg was like between the two front, front seats. seats. Yep, yep. Um, or 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 hear me out here. Maybe they were in gorilla position, and the uh-huh. and the the guy's foot hit the e brake. Oh. It could have been her head. It could have been anything that hit yeah. the brake. I'm she, not exactly sure how they were doing it. Listen, and she could have been on the e-brake, and he might not have even been there. And, <laughs> and had no idea what was going she on. She was actually alone. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I'm just saying, there's there's possibilities. I need content for my OnlyFans. That's right. <laughs> Putting the yaw in Yaris. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's an ad that they want. Not at all. Toyota, not good for fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they name it a Ram. You know what I'm oh, there you go. <laughs> Procreate at your own risk. <laughs> yeah, th- th- imagine that's what they have to put in the in the user guide. <laughs> not recommended yeah. for for intercourse. They, they might. It might. Has anyone read that? Fine I've print? never. I've never gone that I far into any you, owner's it, manual. It says something along those lines in one way, shape, or form. If she had had a wedge, it wouldn't have ended up this way, is all I'm saying. You don't know that. (laughs) You and the fucking wedge. What do you sell them? I I think business on the side. I don't. I've never even used one. I think. side hustle. She sells the fucking wedges. Yeah. I think if you're using the wedge in the car, then they've got like a sunroof. Because can the leg, like what would you be cramped? Your legs would be all cramped up. It's terrible. Yeah. The wedge in the car doesn't work, right? Terrible idea. I'll just stop sewing those wedges that I do on my side. I'll just stop my side hustle. They crochet your name on the side of it. Sew them together. <laughs> Etsy.com slash cat cow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you don't say what the wedges are for, but everyone knows what the wedges are for. Get a monogram for your girl today. <laughs> I'm not a model, but that is my bum. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, have a great weekend. Don't drink and drive. And uh, we'll catch you right back here Monday. Perez Hilton is going to be on After 9 on Monday. If he uses a wedge. I'm sure he does. (laughs) I'm sure he fucking does. A team of research scientists looked into why this pumpkin spice is so popular. turns out it's not because of the taste. It's because of the smell. They say the smell of pumpkin spice conjures up fond and familiar memories of Thanksgiving and holidays. It's interesting. They should put it in the vaccine. They really... (laughs) Right? I mean... Singer Billie Eilish announced yesterday that she partnered with Nike to create shoes that are 100% vegan. And get this, they actually taste like real meat. (laughs) Two fire departments in Illinois rescued a dog this week after it fell down a 40-foot well. Right, fell, said the cat. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.